cares what anyone thinks? I have to live this life. You're not living it with me. And your health and your wealth is all of that. Welcome back to another episode of All Booked, Sterling Missile Library's podcast where we talk to you about the books we'd like to recommend. And Erlene is joining us to talk about a book called Feeding the Soul, and she promises that this is going to be a happy review. I, hello. <laughs> this is such a long time, and I know I'm, I'm pretty negative with most of the books I bring in, but hey. this, is a, this is a good one. This is a nice one. It's all cheery and beautiful. Mm-hmm. So thank you for having me back. Yeah, thank you. And <laughs> I think I was me. banned for a while. No, even happen. the negative perspective is always really good because yeah. you know what it validates some of those other people that have the same reading experience i feel shame like i just can't do this anymore no <laughs> but today i'm bringing you feeding the soul because it's my business by tabitha brown and tabitha brown is someone her story is amazing and this is more, you can call it self-help is in that category but it's more more than that and i and i don't really say it often about self-help i don't do self-help books y'all know i am doom and gloom you know you give me gore <laughs> same but, you know but what i love about this is i was following her before the book so let me give you a little bit of backstory okay. so tabitha brown is a social media icon now if you can say and so she's been trying to become an actress forever she's in her early 40s moved to hollywood her husband and her children was on the grindstone trying to get it happening had a health crisis and kind of slowed down and so she came from North Carolina to L.A., did small things here and there, stand-up comedy, auditioned for a few parts here and there, but nothing really panned out. That was like that big break. Yeah. And so her husband and her, she made an agreement, give me, give me five years. Give me five years and I'm, it's gonna, I'm going to retire you. He got a job with LAPD, which, you know, he's a police officer in California. And she's like, I'm trying to make it, trying to take care of things, having her children. And she falls ill in 2016 to where... She's having body aches and different health issues. It really slows her down completely. And so now she's driving for Uber, just trying to make ends oh, wow. meet, you know, and just but still being real positive. And she's on social media, a small following. And one day she is on an Uber stop and she's now recording, trying to get the kind of momentum. And she goes to Whole Foods for something to eat. Now, mind you, her health crisis brought her to becoming vegan. Okay. And she was like, I don't know what to do. I'm having these issues, these pains thinking that veganism is veganism is that a word Um, yes yes it (laughs) It is is only for a certain kind of people but she's trying anything and so now she's trying to what do you what do you eat where do you find things to eat being a vegan goes to whole food and gets a blt but it's not made with bacon it's made with some kind of substitute Mm -hmm. and she records it and she goes viral with her reaction because she eats the whole thing she's just like y'all this is the best thing ever and becomes ambassador for whole foods for that sandwich so it kind of took it from there from 2018 so fast forward to 2020, 2021, she has millions of followers on Instagram, millions on TikTok, millions on Insta- on Facebook. And she's just so motivational because within all those years, now fast forward, it went from five years to 15 years. She's still trying to get going. Husband's still at LAPD. But with her story, she had a shift in, I need to be myself. I'm trying mm. to be everything else but not me. So moving to Hollywood, she covered her North Carolina accent. She covered how she used to wear her hair. She's changed the way she would look, tried to keep up an image that really wasn't her. And it brought on depression. It brought on health issues. She lost her mom along the way who had health issues. But she found peace within herself just being authentically who she has to be. And 
with all of that, she just blew up. Now she has, she's been on TV shows. She's a part of Ellen's, had a show with Ellen's, Ellen DeGeneres Network. Yeah. And now she's just a best-selling author as of recently, number one New York Selling Times best-selling wow. author with this book. And so this book, Feeding, Feeding the Soul, because it's my business, is a biography, autobiography, Right, autobiography, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also a cookbook. There's recipes in here, all her vegan meals that she makes. Cause she's go every week and be on Facebook cooking food for you to look at. And they're like, I don't like vegan. You know, I love meat. I'm like, I can do that. Still <laughs> haven't done it. I was about but to ask. So <laughs> I could be that person. But she's so motivational that. You have to feel encouraged listening to her yeah. and her story. And she's just the most positive person ever. And so in the book, she just outlines her journey that we all heard before, if you ever follow Tabitha Brown and how she got there, but just kind of like her outlook in life. So you'll listen to her say she's known for little catchphrases like hello there, which means why hope, joy and clarity are so very needed. That's that's your business. Defining yourself and being okay with that. Have the most amazing day. That's her catch thing. When she ends a topic, have the most amazing day, but don't go messing up anyone else's. That's what she always says. <laughs> oh, yeah. And choosing joy and living with, with intention. Don't you dare go messing up anyone, nobody else's. Learning to walk in kindness, even when the world doesn't feel kind. Like, so like that, because she'll say, she'll measure something and there's no measurements in her cooking. Like, you know, do yes. what you want. Like, so yes. like that. And it's living life without measurements. Very good. Living in peace, creating good from the bad. And what I love about her book, at the end, at each chapter, there's little tidbits, a TSA, Tabitha's service announcement on mm -hmm. what she's talking about, what she's saying. And so when you read this, you wouldn't even realize you needed it until you read it. Okay. You may think you're well-grounded. You're not. You may think <laughs> you're okay, and you're not. And it's talking about reclaiming your life, living your purpose. It's okay to stumble and fall, and it's okay to start life late. Because she became, like, famous at, like, 40. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And how many of us, especially women, think, I have to do it in my 20s or my 30s. She became famous at 40. She retired her husband from LAPD a few months ago. Like, I told you I was going to do it, and I did it. And this all happened at over 40. Wow. Mm -hmm. Health crisis around 36, 37, had her three children, one boy and two girls, and then all of a sudden just went viral. And then it just stayed prayed and grounded and being her authentic self. And that just opened the door. And that's what this book is really about, being your true self. What I love about it, when you get into it, the contents, it's all her catchphrases. Part one is that's your business. Part two, have the most amazing day. And it goes into what that means. Your gifts is your business. You have to fix things. You have to fix you first to get anything done right. Everyone can't go, meaning when you come, become successful in life or even anything, everyone can't come with you. Right. And it's okay. And I think many of us, when I was reading this, it just resonated with me. You gain things in life, you change as you grow, and you feel guilty that you're not even on the same wavelength with certain people anymore. Or mm -hmm. and you and they make you feel like you're the one who's crazy. And we're like, no, we're just we're shifting. Right. And you know what? You just can't go along with me on this journey. Maybe another one, but this is not the journey you can go on mm -hmm. and being okay with that. Any questions? <laughs> so I do, I do have a question. Yes. One thing that's interesting whenever you've got a family and one person in that family radically changes their diet, does is her entire household vegan now? That's a great question. At first they were not. Okay. Her husband finally came around like last year, <laughs> but she didn't force it. She'll cook two meals. Okay. So her daughter went vegan with her and her daughter now is a model. She's gorgeous. Her oldest daughter, which is her husband from her husband's previous previous relationship, is a health fanatic, track star. Her son, who I want to say is like 10 or 11, 
is vegan, but her husband was the last one to <laughs> hold out. And she she truly makes meals that he would like that mimics what he used to eat in regular life. Mm-hmm. And now everything is vegan. Okay. And she didn't force it on them. She never was... You have to eat this way. She went on that journey on her on her own. And she says that, you know, you can't, it can't be everyone. Like she says, you can't take everyone with you. And eventually it came along the way. Is there anything that you feel particularly spoke to you in the book? Yes. I have post-it notes. <laughs> so every chapter starts with a quote from someone, which I love. So she discusses about, it doesn't matter. Anyway, so she's talking about illness And just holding on to negativity can also make you ill. And she says it's exhausting to hold on to that stuff. It gets old. Waking up mad every day. You're trying to be free. The best way to free yourself is to just open your mouth and say how you feel. And many of us, we're closed off. We don't say anything. We fester and it makes you ill. And a lot of that was her not being her genuine self, trying to make it in Hollywood and realizing I have to have to be myself. And when she did that and she was happy... She didn't worry about what anyone had to say. She didn't care about what they had to say in audition. She has her little North Carolina accent. She wears her hair in an afro. She wears her bright colors. And it's like, this is me. And she never does anything just because it's the opportunity. She thinks about it. She prays about it. And then she does it. Okay. And she stays totally positive. And that's what I got from a lot of this was just her tidbits. You don't feel like she's preaching to you. You just feel like, you know, that makes sense. And what I like about this, we have a lot of self-help books in the world. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. So many so-called gurus. Yes, I said it. Hate me if you want to. But what I like about this is it's totally relatable. Like, I totally watched her just be someone trying to just tell you about vegan food and her journey driving an Uber. And you actually watched her live her life authentically. And I was relatable to that because I'm an older person. I am. I know y'all think I'm 21, <laughs> but I'm not. You look it. I look it. But no, when you're older and things are happening in life, it's like, oh, this is okay. You forget about all the years that didn't happen. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to be your true self. And I think this is so needed for all of us trying to walk into someone else's shoes. And that's just how it works. You know, Dean Koontz, actually, his writing career started when he made this bet with his wife. He was like, give me five years. If I'm not a published author by then, then I'll find some other employment. So they had a very similar deal. So you mentioned a few times that she prays a lot about her decisions. Does Mm -hmm. this memoir slash self-help book have a lot of her like spiritual beliefs and how if whether or not she's uh, guided by that? She doesn't really go into that. So Mm -hmm. no one will ever feel as if she's pushing anything Mm -hmm. on you. It's all about, you know, she's grounded in whatever faith she's grounded in. Yeah. And I think it's a combination. She doesn't hit you with, you have to do this or that. It's just be yeah. yourself. Be, she's very authentic, mm-hmm. very loving, very accepting of people who are genuine, living in your truth. It's like all about living in your truth and also just being a good person. I was going to say, it reminds me of a lot of Buddhist ideology. You you feel it with her, yeah. but she, you know, she'll, you know, she'll thank God. She'll She's very grounded in that, but you don't feel as if she's trying to force anything on you. It's not even about that. It's all about mm-hmm. being authentic and living your life the best way you can. And it's okay to forgive yourself, forgive others. If they don't like it, that's okay. It's really that kind of bubble of who cares what anyone thinks? I have to live this life. You're not living it with me. And your health and your wealth is all of that. So getting her health back means living authentically, working, doing what works best for her, not caring what you think because it's not going to work in my life. If you don't like it, that's your business. If you don't like what I'm doing, 
that's my business and keep moving. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's a very clean way of thinking. Like I'm not, I'm not worried about what you're thinking, what I'm thinking, and but I'm not going to ruin your day. So mm-hmm. she's not one to force anything on you to ruin your day. That's her thing. Is if you're not having a good day, don't go ruin anyone else's. That's her. Be- that's her thing that she does. Mm-hmm. Does she talk about handling conflict at all? She handles conflict very well. She does touch on it a little bit. She had an issue with recently uh, celebrity talk show host Wendy Williams kind of attacked her life and doesn't really know who she is and the way she handled it was just basically I pray that you just find better in life and almost like you're not in a good place it's okay and it wasn't she never does anything like she says what's the purpose of feeding into the person's negativity right it's not going to benefit you at any way so just let it go don't close don't say something absolutely don't let people treat you any kind of way but you don't have to feed into the negativity you don't have to feed into arguing back and forth it's okay that's your opinion i'll just pray for you because clearly something's going on with you and when she does it you're like oh yeah check my wellness at the door and you know <laughs> what's happening but she's so grounded and she just you can tell that she just knows who she is as a woman as a person how long have you been a fan of hers it's recent, recent? you know it's a recent thing and when mm-hmm. she wrote the book i don't read self-help books <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't read self help books. But so let me see what she's talking about mm-hmm. because I've, I've heard her story so much. But what I liked about it was just the format of it. It didn't feel as if they're telling you what to do. Here's a checklist. Here's a thing to write. Here's a journal. None of that. She has a recipes that she's cooked. She gives you her basic, her Tabitha service announcement. Look, live your best life. Live healthy. Don't hold on to grudges. And just going through, like she's talking to a friend, it felt like. Like you're sitting down talking to her about just life. That's what I liked about it. Because it was like, okay, that makes sense. Hearing her say it is one, but when you read it, it's something totally different. And that makes sense. So it'd be really easy to say that you recommend this book to the whole world. I do. But are there particular readers that you think would resonate with it? If you're not a self-help person, but you want encouragement, if you're someone who isn't, you're not, I hate to say, not like a religious person, is that the, but you're spiritual, yeah. I would read it. Mm-hmm. Even if you're just like confused about life and how to handle things and just owning up to who you are, I would read it because it kind of gives you a great tidbit into how her journey went from health crisis, losing her mom, taking a chance to move from North Carolina to California, stepping out on faith and being 20 years out in California, well, wanted to be an actress and waiting 20 years for it to actually happen. Wow. That's a testament to just anything. You know, she was saying in the book, your business is you. So you have to realize it's not going to happen overnight, but you have to stay, you know, true to yourself and just keep going, keep going. And you can't take everyone with you. Some people that she had as friends, she lost friendships. You know, she lost family members, but she had to stay grounded into this is what I want to do. And she made a promise to her husband. And he was like, OK, <laughs> I'm going to do this. And she's, I'm going to retire. And she did. She retired her husband. After, it, was, she, it was over five years, but it happened. And now yeah. he's doing a nonprofit that he always wanted to do, that he's oh, been wow. doing for the longest. He has a basketball camp for kids. And he's oh, always cool. done it. But it couldn't be as full-time as it is now. And now that he she retired him, he was reluctant, you know, because he's like, I've been working for so long, you know what I mean? And <laughs> But she was like, this, I promise you this. And that's just who she is. She's a woman true to her word. And it really just highlights that in the book. I bet 20 years ago, he didn't think he would be a vegan running a nonprofit in Los Angeles. No, he was, you know, he was, you know, I wouldn't think I'd be eating air either, but, you know. Eating air. So were there any of the recipes in there that you thought you would maybe want to try? Anything that tickled your fancy just a little bit? Uh, didn't highlight the recipe. Skipped over those. No. 
<laughs> absolutely not. But it, it but I've clearly I've seen her cook some stuff. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. I think you would probably love the vegan skirt steak. Oh yeah. Made with portobello mushrooms. That does sound good. Oh yeah. What I like about her cooking, because she's vegan, but it looks good. Mm-hmm. And I learned about different alternative seasonings and how what to add certain flavors oh. and stuff like that. Like nutritional yeast. Yeah, yeah. and like they... coconut aminos. Like coconut aminos. Yes, I used those before you ever came. And um, black salt having an eggy taste to add to something to have, like, if you want to do... She made deviled eggs one day with mushrooms and chickpea flour with oh. black salt. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what... What devil work are you doing? And people loved it. So, yeah. But I skipped over the, the recipes. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. You're just being your authentic Carnivore self. over That's here. True. That's true. Yeah. All right. Those are all the questions I can think of. Yeah. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about before we... No, that's it. I just think you should read the book. Yeah. Okay. So one more time, it was Feeding the Soul? Feeding the Soul, because it's my business by Tabitha Brown. There you go. Finding your way to joy, love, and freedom. All right. Thank you so much for bringing a glowing review of a book that it sounds like a lot of people could stand to read. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And stay tuned next week for more fantastic book recommendations. Bye. Bye.